You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. We are the Cigar Nerds, bringing nerdy sophistication and geeky indulgence on all topics, including movies, video games, science, and pop culture news, all from the Nerd Cave Cigar Lounge. Find us on iTunes, Stitchers, Google Play, and wherever fine podcasts are found, including esonetwork.com and cigarnerdpodcast.com. So fire up a cigar. It's time to get nerdy. And welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. I am your host, the Monster, back to finally do our first sci-fi news for this week. And joining me, which is kind of rare because I do this alone, but <laughs> you are often alone. I'm very sad, alone. Sad <laughs> but now it's time to catch up. Mustard, catch up. Hot dog, apple pie. Anywho, so. Um, what I've done in the past, and I'm trying to do it again, is that when we do our big three topics, each segment is going to be, be about 10 minutes long. Um, and the very first one, which is kind of like our tidbit shit, we're just throwing a lot of randomness in there, but it's still 10 minutes long. So give or take is going to be over 40 minutes. Um, before that's I would do goal. That's our goal. That's what we're shooting for. Yeah. So, uh, but the big three topics we're going to be talking about is the princess bride controversy about the remakes and remakes in general uh jj abrams kind of like ruining maybe another freaking franchise uh maybe. maybe i mean it's already down to, to begin with but you know how much more damage can you do uh and then lastly is do a follow-up on the saturn awards and how did gene and i and michelle uh, did on our pick, so... I would just like to say, wait, you mean there's more on the other side of the piece of paper? <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll talk about that when we get to those points. So, um, right off the bat, not to start off with a Debbie Downer, but Aaron Eisenberg, who played Nog on Deep Space Nine, just recently passed away he due 50, to... 50, I think? Yeah. Uh, due to uh, kidney failure, because he's been struggling with that uh, for years, and... It's kind of heartbreaking because when I looked at that documentary, not that I haven't seen it yet, but um, the DS9 documentary right. and how they plan to do season eight in which, you know, Captain Nog is going to be, you know, in the future. And I'm like, he's the captain of the Defiant. And in this sequence, it's like, you know, he's being attacked and he makes it through the wormhole. And then he sees DS9 and then somehow the ship blows up. And I'm like, what happened? In that storyline, which we'll never get, but it was kind of like, you know, what they would have done with him, which I'm kind of cool with. I, I, I'm glad he had a success. I'm glad he tasted it. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm sure he enjoyed his life to the fullest. I believe he was married. And yeah, yeah. So, you know, he got his five minutes, and he, I hope he enjoyed it. And that's, that sounds heartless. I don't mean to be heartless. It's just he yeah. tasted success. Yeah, exactly. It's more than we've ever had, yeah, so, so we can't complain, him. you know. Uh, I mean, I think he gave a couple of great performances in the the last uh, season or so, uh, doing the uh, the war uh, uh, story arcs in which he loses a leg. Yeah, yeah. 
And I'm like, oh my God, this feels very platoonish, like back in the Oliver Stone movie, in which you have, you know, young people, you know, fighting in a war and the consequences of that. And that was kind of cool to see that kind of retold as a Ferengi from his point of view and the struggles that he went through. Uh, so I thought that was really fascinating to see that because, you know, up to that point, DS9 really kind of struggled until they found their footing after, I think, season four or five or something yeah, like that. They didn't even have a sexual icon yeah. to use. So a couple other things um, that came to bear. Jurassic Park, wo- Jurassic World 3. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Call it that. <laughs> it looks like it's going to happen. With the original cast from... That is a big pile of Jer- shit. No, yeah, it is a big pile of shit. We kind of talked about this, and I even talked about this on Facebook, and uh, I was going to bring Connie into this, because uh, we're going back and forth on this, and she just kind of likes, you know, just make more dino movies, and she doesn't the, care. It's the only franchise where they're, they're generally non-threatening. I mean, the Velociraptors are threatening. Right. Re- but- you have a terrible, huge monster that... We don't have we don't have animals that size in our reality right now. No, but I, and I think the the struggle that I had is that you're not going to remake Jurassic Park. We're past you that. You can't point. remake Jurassic right. Park. Right, but you've done something in Jurassic World, uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, where you released them out to the public. So that's well, kind of cool. I didn't see it because I didn't care for that. They, 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 yeah, they're out in the open. They're they're out in in the public world now, flying around. Picking right. up your cat, your dog, your child. Lovely. It's going to be great. I think the idea of bringing back the three main cast members, I mean, yeah, but, sure. But you did that with... Indiana Jones. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, that worked so well. Um, oh. The oh. Uh, Jeff Goldblum character, you did that with the second Jurassic Park. You brought Alan Grant back into the third Jurassic Park movie. And then you bring back Jurassic, uh, Jurassic World 2, Jeff Goldblum's character, Malcolm, uh, not Reynolds, Malcolm. Right, whatever. His character. Ian. 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 Um, you bring him back for a strange cameo, which I heard. It, it um, is weird. He has like three lines of dialogue. Now. Right. Um, and then like you bring them all back for, I just think you're running out of ideas. You don't need to kind of be like, I, I think Jurassic World works by itself. The first because, one. The f- I agree because it, is, it, it answers the question: What if this war- this park actually existed and worked? Uh, the in jokes about you know the one staff members wearing a Jurassic Park T shirt, like you know how many people died wearing you know for that. Um, uh, the comment about you know people are not scared about dinosaurs; they want to see, see something bigger and badder. Mm-hmm. Hence, why we get this super beast of, of a creature that later on we see. Um, Attack people, which is fantastic, but yeah, but that first that first one, like it's got a cloaking device, it cloaked <laughs> itself, it tore right. on its tracker because it right. remembered where we put it. So that no, goes that, that goes to it's got a I, the size of a walnut. What? I want to see something different. That's exactly why. So I was happy with that. But after that, but this is this makes sense. It's their third movie in their little re- relaunch of a franchise, right? And it's got that Avengers rule in it. Mm-hmm. Like we learned from Iron Man two and Iron Man three that. We learned from this that you need to add another Avenger in the mix. And since Iron Man 3, there's always another Avenger in the movie. Right. Just as back. So instead of just one Avenger, we have been all three of them. Right. So this is the new Avengers Endgame, but with dinos? Yeah, it can't fail. <laughs> I mean, come on. No. That's, that's not. It'll be fun. Oh, my God. I don't know. We'll talk about it's that. It's nostalgic. It's, and it's it's not the only look. The only reason that I would even watch is because of Laura Dern, and that's because of different reasons that have nothing to do with dinosaurs. 
Just you, you have to keep your pants on in the theater. I will remind you, sir. I'm just saying. Just Whatever. saying. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, let's put that on, on hold. she plays Admiral Holdo. Holdo. Yeah. I know. Okay. Look, I thought she was kind of hot in purple, too, but right. that's, uh, um, okay. so next Friday, and I'm not sure we'll talk about this then, but the first Friday of releasing of toys, we talked about briefly, mm-hmm. which is kind of your thing and kind of ish my thing, but it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. The, the, I, I'm sorry. They, they've, they've killed it. Yeah. Uh, when you took away the, the, the Star Wars weekends at the parks yeah. and made every day it's a Star Wars day and you bought the franchise, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not cool. It, not anymore. No. And the thing is, they used to give you, like, used to, I, used to, I went to a, a Disney store once, like, at six in the morning. Yeah. Standing out and just to get that. And they, they gave you a free pin. And it was nice. <laughs> then they had decorations and they were right. like, you know, are you light side or dark side? I'm, I'm light beer side. You know, just. Light beer side. Funny work. I'm sure it did, um, but yeah, I, I think the only saving grace is that there's going to be a Mandalorian items, a Mandalorian figure uh, for the for the Black series, the, right. the sixth series. There'll be a figure for the new uh, Star Wars game that's coming out soon, right? Because they're all they're just pushing it up, and then eh, new Ray figure, new Kylo figure. Who cares? Who cares? Right. The the Sith trooper. Who cares? It just and unless it hits, yeah. which I don't think it's going to hit. These will all be peg warming. For the next year and a half. So right. enjoy. The other concern is that Joke is coming out next week. So hopefully we'll get to kind of review that then. Um, Are you excited? I'm very excited just because of all the buzz that I've been hearing about it. But it's going to be so different, I think. Stylistically, it's going to be like, what the? F- <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, the concern is in, in due to the Aurora, Colorado shooting with the Dark Knight, um, in which people did get killed right before a Batman movie uh, had played. Um, not that it's going to be hopefully repeating history, but the concern is because of the subject matter and because this is inciting violence that people are worried about, could this spark another incident like this again? And hopefully not. It's possible, but shootings take place at Walmarts, at schools I now. Know. It's it's a terrible... And it shouldn't be this commonplace thing that we... that it's, We're so desensitized to it Yeah. Now. Because that's the other thing. We were worried for a while about going to the movies. Um, Any place of a public gathering of more right. than like six people, you're right. in danger potentially. Exactly. But so you're that, always in danger now, though. Yeah. So I, but I, I still want to see it regardless. Uh, and I think it's going to be, hopefully, if it's, it hits the right notes, you know, uh, Joaquin Phoenix walk away with an Oscar, you know, the top Heath Ledger. Hopefully that happens. That would be nice. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I came to... Uh, this is just my thing. It's Micronauts, which is a Hasbro Micronauts. toy that came out back in the 70s. They're trying to develop this for a live-action movie. <laughs> Wait, but it, is, it's, it's still a Marvel license? Or no, that, no, it's a toy franchise. It's a toy franchise. So Marvel doesn't have the rights because they did comic books for a while. They did. And Rom the Space Knight kind of yes, crossed I, over I know, with them and w- ending with X-Men. But Rom is not separate. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those, fine, why not just put it out there, what else is out there that you cannot remake or make into a comic book or a, a movie franchise? I mean, we're tapping everything. Everything you can think of. I mean, silly putty in the movie is what's next? <laughs> That's basically what's going to happen. But I'm sure someone will come up with that, or Candyland, you know, the experience. All right, so we're coming up on our first break. I'm going to then um, come back with Gene and talk about 
the Princess Bride controversy with the remake. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so we'll be back in just a quick moment. Look, we know it's a long time till Doctor Who comes back on the air. Sorry. But your friends here at the Earth Station Who podcast are here to help. That's right. Mike, Mike, and Mary will be your guide through this wilderness year with reviews of classic stories, audios, and even some group discussions featuring some special guests. Join us for new episodes every other week up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are found. The Earth Station Who podcast, exploring over 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. All right, so we are back to talk about the Princess Bride kind of controversy. <sighs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, th- to put this in context, no one has officially said, we're doing this. This was just part of an article that was released in The Hollywood Reporter, just talking about other things in general and made a comment about how many times someone comes to this studio and says, I want to remake Princess Bride. Princess Bride is among a handful of movies that there's no need to remake. I don't hear people clamoring saying, I want to see Citizen Kane being remade. Although you can do it in today's... uh, No. I don't think think it would work. Well, no one's going to care if you don't do it the exact same way. Um, Psycho, which Gus Van Sant does a shot-by-shot version of that original movie. Why? It's the exact same movie, shot for shot. You're not doing anything different. The only, the only reason I think I, I don't think Psycho was a bad idea because <coughs> it, it, it's shot in black and white and to make it in color, it, it doesn't work. No, it, it doesn't. It's it's because it's it's, it's, it's an iconic movie of the time. That's the thing. The the Princess Bride is a movie from the '80s. Right. You don't need to remake it. You can, it's still in color. It's still perfectly fine. It hasn't aged. It's fine. And and that's the thing. There are certain movies just you don't need to. I don't see Gone with the Wind being, hey, let's change it up and make Gone with the Wind like all male cast. I mean, there are reasons you can do it. I, I can see, like, no, we, we want to see what, what today's stars. Like, okay. <coughs> but we've all seen it before, and it's going to be compared, you know, down the line, and the original is probably going to be better. Someone did a, a quick mock up of like a casting choice. Oh, God. So they have Justin Bieber as Wesley. Oh. Uh, Zendaya as a princess, Jason Momoa as Humperdinck, <laughs> Russell Brand as Inigo Montoya. You had Gwendolyn Christie as uh, uh, Fisick. No. And although David Cross as Vinzini, I think would might work, but that's inconceivable in all forms of reality. I don't want to see that movie being touched. It's sacrilege. It's fanfic. It won't get done. I don't think it'll get done. So there are other movies or other projects also being considered. And pull them out. (laughs) So if you're a fan like I was of New Jack City, be prepared for another one. Potentially. (laughs) Or uh, Battlestar Galactica. Although he, the the guy who is doing this, uh, he 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 does uh, Mr. Robot. And he's saying that he is working in the spirit of the reimagined one, the most recent one. Right, right. Um, so I'm not sure how you're going to work that unless you do like a story in which events are being played out, but you're looking from a different point of view, so to speak. 
but I don't see the story being changed differently. Like the outcome is still going to be the same. I, I think the problem is there's, there's no market for it. Right now. <coughs> when it came out the first time, it was new, it was refreshing, it was different. We just did this, mm. you know. And there's there's too much other content out there right now. It's a different world now. You you're not just competing with you know network stations or or you've got cable stations. You've got streaming. Yeah, but that's because of the Peacock NBC streaming services now doing like a continuation of Punky Brewster, Saved by the Bell. I'm like, really? We're tapping into that kind of audience. So like, hey, remember when you used to like these as a kid? Well, guess what? They're adults now, and now you're going to like them even more. Do you see yourself seeing, like, oh, I can't wait to see the new Saved by the Bell? No, I, I can't imagine. Right. Um, Clue is being remade, possibly, with Jason uh, Bateman, Ryan Reynolds. Now, I think that is a movie that is not perfect, um, but um, what's the movie by Ryan Johnson? Uh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Knives, Reynolds. Knives Out? Knives Out, which kind of looks like a murder mystery comedy. If that hits, then, right. then Clue will be greenlit. Sure, right. absolutely. So I can see that being a thing. Now, what, go ahead. Because Clue, Clue is a performance piece. It's a comedy. Yeah, it is. It, go balls out. Right. Go ahead. Go, go out of your comfort zone. I, I will go even one better. If you ever watched uh, Murder by Death, that's an all-star cast back in the 70s. It is much better than Clue. You could remake that. I, I think that that focusing on comedies mm. and funny things, that that works. Yeah, mixing mixing a game like Jumanji, which is yeah. technically a book based on well, a book that had the game in it. But anyway, that worked. That was a surprise. It's, yeah, it's a random mix of elements. But when you have a a good cast mm. and a fun script, yeah. Uh, and then of course we also have you know a lot of shows. Um, being remade like Magnum P.I. or uh, MacGyver, um, uh, the guy who is on um, Supernatural, it looks like he's going to be doing Walker, Texas Ranger, as his new show. I'm like, oh my God, really? I mean, are, are we at the, well, I think we're always at that point where like nothing is new under the sun when it comes to remakes. Right, but those are, those are films that, that they want to see, I think. That they fell in love with, mm. you know, like I don't know. I, I just have a problem with the whole idea of like Spider Man. When Tobey Maguire was Spider Man, he was done with his trilogy, mm-hmm. and then we get um, Andrew McCarthy. Andrew, Andrew McCarthy. <laughs> Andrew <Wow>. Garfield. <laughs> you get Andrew Garfield, and we get a retelling of the damn same origin story. The only saving grace about the new Spider-Man movie is that there is no mention other than I wouldn't do that to Aunt May about Ben. We're not seeing that story being retold again. So we already seen this. So that was one of the things that I hated about The Amazing Spider-Man is because we've seen this already. I just hate The Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man. Right. And um, like I would watch the the second one just because I, I just enjoy the soundtrack a little bit more. That's the only thing that why I would watch it, but it's still a crappy series. Like you didn't need to remake that series. You could have just gone continuing like you did with Batman. After uh, Michael Keaton left, mm-hmm. you picked it up with Val Kimmer, and after that, you got um, George Clooney to do this. But that, so, that but the inconsistencies with the Batman, and then the, the switch of the directors was. It was offset. Right. But then, everybody. you know, James Bond, you can still survive. You get a different character of cast and 
everyone's fine with that. You can play with the mythology. Yes. So you there's a there's a way you can make this work, but there's very few that are even capable to do this. And I don't think remaking a movie like Princess Bride is going to be on that level. It's not a revolving revolving cast of characters. That the thing is that, that lately now with, with all the streaming services, people will wait to see the movie unless they really want to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, like and, or unless it succeeds overseas. Like the Joker has a set market right. already. And even, even Jojo Rabbit, amazingly, mm. because it's got some awards. I mean, before it was like, Oh no, mm-hmm. no, no, no! There just needs to be one Jewish federation that stands up and says no, yeah. and gets the mic, and then it's it's over. But they can insulate themselves as they have with awards. Mm-hmm. And Jojo Rabbit's got some awards, so it might be okay, which is okay. I don't know, but people wait now. They they wait. I wait now. You know, I, I was excited about some movies, but then it comes out, and I watch the critics, and they're like, eh, okay. I'm like, right. So DVD, you know. <laughs> And I think maybe if that's going to happen, fine. Maybe I'll watch it on DVD. But I'm not going to pay good money for something that I love and pay it on, watch it on the screen. Right. I know. Because so, it's, it's too expensive now. I mean, yeah. I love the movies. Don't get me wrong. I love the movies. Yeah. But I don't have the kind of money because I'm paying so much for streaming services now right. to sit there and like, it's $10 a person, maybe 15 right. if you go during a Friday or Saturday night. And then snacks, and then you're done. Right. That was 50 bucks. And then many times, the streaming stuff is already competing on the day of the new stuff. So I'm like, I'm not going to do this, man. You know, it, 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 you're going to be at a point where I'm like, you're going to pick and choose what you want to do with your money. But do you think also maybe our age is, is stopping us a little bit because we're like, nah, no, nah, I, nah, I, nah. there was a time I will I will watch any goddamn movie that came out. I know, but, but right. back then, now we're not, back then, but back then during that time, if you had if you had the options you do now, like Stranger Things and uh, Spider Man Far From Home came out that same weekend, mm-hmm. right? But and people, everyone dutifully went to see Far From Home, but they didn't talk about it. But they would stay home most of the time and watch Stranger Things, right? But would you be that guy that would do both things in a weekend? Or would you be like, no, nah, just I'll wait? I'm, I'm finding myself, now. Nah, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like, ah, I'll just watch Stranger Things and see Spider-Man on a Tuesday with the AMC $5 thing. But if honestly, I can get tickets. Right. Tuesday's a perfect option to do that, right? But otherwise, no. I, I'm kind of like, I'm yeah. Everyone's searching for that bargain. Yeah. But we'll see what happens if the, the time... Um, if remakes is going to be ever over, because it's like there's there's never going to be that time. Um, there's also like the 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 Binding Woman was another problem. I hated that series, and I quit halfway through. I'm like I was hoping to get the same producer of Battlestar Galactica. Hey, let's redo Binding Woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, but it sucked, <laughs> you know. But that's a whole other issue. All right, so we're coming up on our next break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the whole, can J.J. be the next savior for the DCEU? We'll be right back. (laughs) Armed with a queer woman's perspective, the Terminus Doctor Who podcast brings you passionate geekery for the world of Doctor Who, covering both the new and classic series. Come check out the Terminus Doctor Who podcast at Terminus.Lipson.com. Or come look for us on iTunes or your other favorite podcatchers as part of the ESO Network. The Terminus Doctor Who Podcast. Queer, opinionated, Whovian, female. All right, so we're back to talk about the, la- uh, the second topic, 
which is about J.J. Abrams and his deal with Warner Brothers and how he may or may not be the savior for the DCEU. So yeah, this is a rumor. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. I don't think this is actual. It may or may not happen. I don't know. But I think uh, it makes sense for the point of what he can do. When back in the day they had a project called Lost, ABC said, "You know, we have someone that is our go-to guy. Right, he can, he can fix this because it wasn't working." So he came in. It's like, "All right, I, I I see where you're going. I can do this. I can see where we can do that." And Lost became a thing, right? And right. he fantastic. did Felicity before that. He did Alias, right? But and like, like, and, and then of course he did the the reboot of Star Wars and, and, and Star Trek. And Star first. Trek. So it, it's kind of like he starts great. He mm-hmm. really does great stuff, but the problem lies is that sometimes there's not a, a longevity to the things that he does afterwards. <laughs> um, that's the problem. He's like a really good lay, but in the end, you get herpes. Because he breaks things. How? Oh, God. I don't know how you get herpes from the movies. No, not like that. I mean, he, he, everything he touches. Like the Star Trek franchise, right? Which so is he, good. So he's a carrier. Uh, well, he, he gives you a great time. He shows you a great time. You know? <laughs> then afterwards, you're like, something's not right. Hey, <laughs> does this look infected? <laughs> I mean, he breaks rules yeah. of, of, of sci-fi canon in my mind. Right. Which and I that, hate. I right. hate that. And he said that, you know, I didn't, I'm not a Star, a Star Wars, a Star Trek guy, right? Right. And I'm like, but he's doing a Star Trek movie. And, and he did a great one. The first right. one is amazing. Because it gave a, a different tone and energy that Star Trek movies didn't have. He gave us lens flares. Which, <laughs> you look at it, and I'm like, oh my God, enough already, you know? And I get that. But, they're like, but he's going to do Star Wars. And then he did Star and Wars. And then he's the Star Wars. And, he, and he, he, he brought it back. Yeah. There was a lot of excitement. But uh, then afterwards, we're all like, that wasn't as good as I thought. And they break rules. You can't talk to people while you're in hyperspace. You can't use the... I, that's, that's, I'm not even I, get, I get angry with that. I know. You, that, I, I get it. I'm picky with that. I was angry the minute the movie finished. And <laughs> I'm like, my daughter is like looking at me. It's like, you didn't like it? I'm holding my face. I'm like, I've seen this movie already. There was nothing new. Like George Lucas says, there's nothing new in this movie. So, and I grew to be appreciative after I saw what happened with Last Jedi. Right. Because it's a, it's a much better movie if for nothing else, right? So, DC... It got you excited. Right. That's the thing. Or at least that trailer, that initial trailer after so long that we didn't have anything since Return of the Jedi, a new Star Wars movie. So, after that, you know, DC is struggling. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, you know, I'm a big DC fan and I... Am always rooting for the underdog. You DC deserves a hit. DC it, it, deserves it, it, to be it, better. It, it's not so much a hit because Aquaman hits, Wonder Woman hits, Shazam definitely is an underrated hit because it it doesn't get much love. It, it didn't even make Ant Man and Wasp money. I know, which is sad, it's so sad. I know. Right, it, it deserves much better love. So putting that aside, <laughs> you know, we're getting a Matt Reeves trilogy. Which we could talk about it briefly is that Jeffrey Wright might be playing Jim Gordon, and the latest news is that um, uh, for the Penguin, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill, here's your ten million dollars. Fuck Do you! Something. You're not getting ten million dollars. That's fucking ridiculous. You know that's way too much. I'm sorry, you're not worth it. Not for ten million dollars. I would say, you know, 
give me a, a good fair deal and then give me a percentage of that franchise. I will go with that. Play with the long game. Well, he's already established, though. That's the thing. I know, and, and, I know. And, and, but he's, and he's not the main character. Which is the he's, other thing, too. But the question is, though, I don't, I'm not going to give you my money to see Jonah Hill. I don't care about right. him. Right, exactly. I, I'm, I'm iffy on... Uh, I, I will go with the casting with... with uh, Robert Patterson. Patterson. Right. I don't, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll go, yeah. but... But in general, the, the whole problem is that, you know, because of the Justice League fiasco and, and the Batman versus Superman movie, which... If you look at the Ultimate Edition, it does at least a better job to kind of give you an idea of what the movie should have been, at least more flushed out. I still believe that universe can still work, but it's all disjointed. We have a Flash movie that wants to happen, but it may not happen because the director from It 2 uh, didn't really knock it out of the ballpark because he was up for the the flash right, point but movie. but he didn't make the mu- enough money. So yeah, yeah, so, like 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 Ryan Johnson, like yeah, you're gonna do your uh, your, <laughs> your, your uh, trilogy, yeah, your Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> no, is that cold. still happening? We'll see. Let's just no, we're, we're looking at schedules. No, you're not. <laughs> you're looking at other movies. Uh, so that's where we're we're in this whole project. I mean. It, Back in the day, you know, if J.J. was in his prime, like with Lost, and it's like, how do I make this whole universe work if I went to him? Mm -hmm. He will come up with that plan. Now, after Into Darkness, and we don't know about uh, Rise of Skywalker yet, can he pull off a miracle? Or is he going to hand this off to someone else? The the thing about it is, it doesn't matter. The Star Wars movies are going to make a billion dollars anyway. Mm. The, the 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 question is, will it become iconic? Will will people buy the toys? That's that's it's about merchandising, you know. That's all, that's that's where it fails. That's where these 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 three new movies, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and potentially the Wise of Skywalker, failed. It's not selling things. Right. Disney's Disney whole the whole park they opened in both Disneyland and Disney World is empty, or it's not doing as well as they hoped. Right. Because it's it's not engaging. And, and, and you open with one ride, a bar, and a whole bunch of shops. That you're going to expect right. people to pay 200 bucks for a lightsaber yeah, yeah, just yeah, for the experience. It's for kids. Right. Kid, I mean, it's, not, it's not for us. I mean, we're going to go there and buy our lightsabers anyway, but yeah. eventually. But it, it's not for us. Right. The thing is, you want people to be foaming at the mouth and, and happy. They're just, it's like one ride. If Galaxy's Edge came out when Force Awakens came out, that would have been different. That, but that didn't too happen. much of an investment. Right. You, you 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 could not take a gamble, but they said, you know what? Let's buy the whole franchise and let's go this way. And you know they made their money back, but the problem lies is like it doesn't have the legs. It, it doesn't have it doesn't have longevity. Right. It will not stand forever. Right. So now with Warner Brothers, they have all these wonderful characters. I mean, the problem lies is that we have this DC Universe streaming app. And even there, I think they're struggling with a couple of TV series. Like, Stargirl hasn't happened or heard more news from Jeffrey Johns uh, about that. Um, so it's like, it, it's all over the place. The thing about it is someone always has to go first. Yeah. You know, and sure. So CBS and their streaming service with Discovery, they mm-hmm. went first. Yeah. They fell down. They learned. Okay. <laughs> now they're just trying to get up and we're just going to run them over. Disney's just going to run everyone over. You know, the DC... Streaming service, okay, great. You can't stand on your own. You've got to be mixed in with what HBO Max now, right? 
And, and, and that's, it, that may be the saving grace. Everything is changing right now because it's yeah. all it's all forming. It's all yeah, but developing. But can't it, it, I don't think JJ is the Kevin Feige of the DC universe. No, he is a talented director, producer, and writer. Right, he can do these things, but he can do it once. Right, I'm really I totally curious agree. if he the second movie when they asked him to come back to I fix the mess. I don't know about that. Because he did Into Darkness. And I'm like, I, I was the first one to say, I want to see Khan, and we got it. And but this is, it was done in such a poor fashion that I'm like, you ruined the whole thing. It'll make its money. It'll be a blockbuster. The the fact is, it's 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 not just whether the movie is good. It's it's also the PR. Hmm. You've got the Mandalorian coming out in November. That's going to ramp everybody up and get everyone excited. Hopefully, you know. But DC needs to have that kind of thing that you build that excitement. And right now, Wonder Woman is still over a year away. I know. <laughs> what else do we have? There's nothing in the pipeline. The, 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 the sad thing is, Doom Patrol is a great show if you can watch it. Right. <laughs> or, in fairness, let me back it up. The CWDC show, you know, we have that whole uh, mid-season, you know, crisis finale. Yeah, which, which will be amazing. Which is, it is going, it sounds incredible, but that's for the TV. I want to win on the big screen, and I don't know. Well, the big screen's where the money is, where, yeah. the, where the big money is. Right, I mean, and honestly, sure, we're not going to get Canville as Superman once more, um, but Green Lantern, I'm kind of worried about the Ryan Reynolds stuff. Um, I'm sure we can improve upon that, but what is that thing we need to do? We need to make a reboot, and the only way we can do a reboot is, I would say, do a Flashpoint movie, but we don't even have a fucking director for this. Ezra Miller, I think he's been on. He's been trying to write uh, with Jeff Johns, and that uh, you, you have to do a Flashpoint movie because right. because you've already had Wonder Woman interacting with the Ben Affleck right. Batman. You you can't change it right. and keep her right. So you've got to do a Flashpoint to mold that together. And you can if, if that is something that is part of that puzzle piece. Yeah, do it. You just need really good writers. Yeah, or at least let's map it out. And, but I don't know if following Marvel's footsteps and making that a cinematic universe is the right decision to do that. Look, you, but you want the Justice League movie. I, I get when, it. When, yeah. when the Marvel Universe hit with the Avengers, DC had to do something. Right. But they were so far behind, right. and so they gambled. And then they made absolutely poor decisions right. for their bonuses. Mm-hmm. Let's make it under two hours so right. I can get my fucking bonus. Right, and that was bullshit. That, why did you handicap yourself like that? Yeah. And then the whole, the whole problem with Zack Snyder's vision. Yeah. And then his tragedy, and then the, the giving it to Joss Whedon, it was, just, it was a mess. It was, not, it was never going to come out okay, I'm yeah. sorry to say. No, unfortunately, that, that, that happened the way it did. So we'll, we'll talk about it in the coming days, and if anything new comes out, we'll definitely rehash it again. So, uh, so in our last segment, we're going to be talking about the Saturn Award. So We should also discuss the Kevin Feige and the Star Wars universe. Thing. We can try. We can try. We can try. We'll see. Okay. Okay. We'll be back. Do you enjoy pop culture? Of course you do. You're already listening to Pop Culture Podcasts here on the ESO Network. The Rusted Robot Podcast discusses movies, trailers, TV shows, space and robot news, and so much more. Won't you please join us for a pop culture overload wherever you listen to podcasts? TheRustedRobot.Podbean.com A proud partner of the SoulForge Podcast here on the ESO Network. The Rusted Robot Podcast. Think about it. 
All right, so finally, we're going to talk about the damn Saturn Awards. Um, we didn't get to do this podcast since the trip, because that happened actually on uh, the 13th. And we had a link to the streaming the next day. Which is cool. We got it on the hotel television set for right. a while. I was like, that's really cool. And then, uh, you know, I went back, and it's gone. Like, there's no more streams. Like, you see clips of the winners, but I'm like, but they I went. They pulled it? Yeah. Interesting. And it's like, the it, it, it's either the video is private or basically I couldn't see the stream anymore. So I had to then resort to pulling all the nominees. And it, it's weird because the, the winners were not in the exact same order as I had the original list. So I spent at least a good hour, hour and a half going back and forth, making sure that we had the right answers because I color-coded all our choices uh, for the whole thing. And just to give you an idea, if you have not listened to that podcast, it's just me talking about the different... You're just reading. <laughs> all the different picks that we did. Yes, right? it'll help you go to sleep, like a glass of warm milk or so, several shots of alcohol. So it's not a matter of you having to answer every single uh, category, like picking whatever you want in every single category um, and having the most right. It was a matter of what you picked that you knew would win versus how many you got wrong. So there was a percentage. Mm -hmm. So basically you can have a lot of uh, correct answers over everyone else, but you have a lot more wrong than right. So that was the way I, I kind of judged it. Okay. Okay. So for example, like the first category was best action, adventure film release. Uh, there was Cold Pursuit, Escape Room, Glass, John Wick, Mission Impossible, Fallout, and Skyscraper. So Jane and um, Michelle had picked John Wick 3, and I picked Mission Impossible. The winner was me. So that's a category that I would get a, a one check. Okay, I see And it. you two will I, get I, one. I see how you're doing this now. Okay. Right. All right. So I'm not going to go through every single category. That, that was like a 40-minute podcast. Just be going through all the different choices, right? Yes. Um, I, I will say that there were some, like, uh, the best actress in the film, um, mm. I, I picked Lupita, but I was like, my second choice would have been Jamie Lee Curtis, and she won. Right. And I was like, that was the last part that I saw on the stream that I was really excited to see her, you know, because she looked She fantastic. looked well. She looked like yeah. she was doing well. Right. And that Activia um, must be working for her. That's great. Good for you. And believe it or not, I bought Activia just recently. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought it was on sale, but it was just like, I want to eat it. <laughs> Um, what was the other one? Uh, the best comic to motion picture release. Um, Gene got this correct. He got Avengers Endgame, whereas Michelle and I picked Spider-Man Far From Home. So here's the problem that I have with the Saturn Awards. And I think it's the categories are just so... Like, there's a whole separate section that we never answered, which is, like, about DVD releases. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing. Right. But my, my thing when I was, like, trying to vote, like, what's the most popular thing? What are the kids like? Right. But then again, it's like, well, you can have it for the films, but best actress in a streaming service, which it, it, is... It, it gets weird. It gets yeah, really weird. It, it gets really niche. And I'm like, it, I think that is what's a problem with... If I thought the Oscars were boring, this is, like, really confusing because... You want to honor everybody. I get that. But it gets to be really hard to really uh, do any kind of justice here. Um, Did Godzilla win anything? Who? You picked pick Godzilla on most of these categories. Yeah. I'm looking through like, best soundtrack? 
Really? It was yeah. against Mary Poppins' return. Yeah, I know. And I'm pissed about that. I'm super pissed about that. Because Not just pissed. You're super pissed. Super pissed. <laughs> super crooky, Chris. Uh, Thank you. Thank I know. You Thank you. I, I know, James. I know. I, I know. know you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Bear McCrary, you know, that's my guy. And also Michelle knows, you know, how much we love soundtracks. But, you know, Mary Poppins, I've listened to that soundtrack um, by itself. I haven't watched the movie yet. But, again, if I can... Go on. No, no, no I, know, I know, but if, if the movie can sell me by a soundtrack, then I'm kind of like, I'm glued in, right? But there's a couple of songs. Uh, it's a movie so. for white people. It's sad. <laughs> it's just Mary Poppins. Damn it. <laughs> Quit it. Keep going. <laughs> uh, best horror of movie. None of us got it right. No, no, no. Movies. You got it right. Uh, uh, I got it wrong because I picked Halloween. Michelle picked Hereditary. So I would have definitely set Halloween, but again, these are not bad movies. So any of these would have done great, but uh, it's creepy. Yeah. Uh, and then like you get like best independent film release, and I'm like, I've never heard of any of these yeah, movies. Ophelia, Mandy. I don't well, know. Well, the these man are. who killed Hitler and then and then the, the Bigfoot. Big yeah. I've heard that, but I've never seen it. And I'm not sure that it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Okay. Hoopla. Sorry, it's on Hoopla. It's on Hoopla already? Yeah. Oh wow. Um, or like best performance by a young actor in a film. I'm like, seriously, this is not a thing that I would think um, it's fair because you're putting male and female actors. But in as I recall, when you were when you were looking at this, we were watching it in Jacksonville. You were like, you were trying to follow them, and they had how many people following them on Twitter? There was no, no, a, it was on Instagram. Instagram. I'm they sorry. had like a little over a thousand followers on Instagram. Um, but it didn't seem like you would think Saturn Awards being this is like the 45th or... It would be bigger. It should have been and, bigger. And the celebrities were there, which yeah. is weird. I was like, that's... Right. Okay, well. I mean, we saw the red carpet-ish. Uh, talk about, you know, things of that nature. So it, it was... I, I think it should be... Even though they were streaming it everywhere. Um, and uh, uh, was, it, was it Alicia Tyler? Taylor? The, the host? Uh Killed it in her opening monologue. I thought she was great. But after that, it just felt kind of like underwhelming with their, their production. Like, it, it should have been a bigger gala. Like, like it's the award ceremonies for the special VFX where they send a hot chick right. to go every year. <laughs> like, so I had a great time here. In a separate filming right. ceremony because we don't want them with us. These nerdy <laughs> men just kept staring at my boobs. It's very uncomfortable, but okay. So yeah, just like so sad, and uh, like that's what it feels like. But it should be about us having that kind of thing. I mean, it's look, it's no Golden Globes, but you watch Golden Globes because all the stars are mixed together with film and TV. So it it didn't look like that. It just looked like you know some kind of dark club, and I don't know. It was weird. You I mean, go because you love sci-fi. Yeah, that's in the end, that's it. I mean, it's a thing that we should love and should be watching. And even though, like I said, it, it was streaming on YouTube, and I think it was on Twitch and other platforms, it, it's, it needs to be a bigger thing, and hopefully it can grow. But I'm like, we've been at this for such a long time. that it, Some it, things catch, some things don't. I don't know. Um, I was really kind of um, pissed that uh, the best streaming superhero series, again, streaming superhero series, uh -huh. we didn't get. We got wrong on Doom Patrol. Uh, Daredevil won. 
which mm-hmm. I'm not b- blaming. I'm not angry with that. Yeah, that's fantastic. But the the, the also the the time frame on this was weird. Yeah, like I said, it's extended. It's like eighteen months. You're yeah. Like, what the fuck is eighteen months? So you get two like Avenger movies, two Spider-Man movies competing against itself, and like, no, that's just that's ridiculous. Um. So. This is what I did. I compiled all the stuff that we did, right, Gene? Mm-hmm. All right. So, Gene picked 11 nominations. He got five right. Oh, God. You got six wrong. Your oh. percentage was 45.45%. Oh, thank you for the statistics. That Yeah, still on that. It's called math, people. <laughs> so, Michelle picked 22 nominations. She got four right. Ooh. 18 wrong. <laughs> Percentage was 18.18%. And you, Sir Monster, how did you do? How did I do? You had 37. I, I picked think, 37 picks. nominations. I got 12 right. Ooh. I got 25 wrong. <laughs> so my percentage is so my percentage is 32.43%. So Gene, even though I had more right answers uh-huh. percentage-wise, you won. <laughs> You are I a, didn't even flip over the page. I was yeah, like, I oh shit, there's more? So you are a ween. I mean, winner. I'm a Saturn <laughs> Award winner. Yay, I guessed right. Yes. You're the biggest wiener, winner of them all. Well, I wish there were a Saturn wiener. No, okay, I, I am a Saturn wiener. I was going to do the Oscar Meyer You don't song, name your wiener Oscar. No, I didn't. <laughs> or Meyer. Or was it Mayer? <sighs> Meyer. Whatever. All right. So that's it for the Saturn Awards. And that's it for another 18 months. Ah, we'll see what do? happens next year. But I would love to kind of like do a live telecast or play-by-play if we ever get a chance to do that. So, Time all right. will tell. Yeah. All right. So our last bit, we'll just talk real quick because we're, gonna, we're running out of time. But uh, the big news right before we did the podcast was that Kevin Feige is now working on working on quote unquote, Star Wars movie, which yeah. excites me. Ish. <laughs> I, I think it's, I would, considering what Kevin Feige has done with Marvel, and I'm like, we're always worried, like, wait, you're doing Phase 4, both TV and the movies, that's a lot, and then you want to do Star Wars. Okay, but I, I can't think of anyone more capable at this point, after how many movies, 24? Yeah, a lot, quite that, a bit. That, that's a lot. So... Uh, I, I think that if you can give Star Wars a structure that it needs, because obviously the movies vary <clears throat> between each other. But I'm glad about this because <coughs> it, it kicks Ben off and uh, the, the Game of Thrones guys. It puts a fire under their ass. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, they've got a date. But if Kevin Feige's coming, I'm like, oh, shit, we better do this right. Right. So <laughs> we'll yeah. see what happens. It's exciting. Yeah. So we'll see what happens from that point on. But um, it's a big what if. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's going to be the end of our sci-fi news for this week. And that's released on a Friday, which is Yay! All right. So um, I've been posting a lot of good stuff on Facebook, trying to get you guys to kind of interact with me online, as well as stuff on Facebook, on Facebook, on Instagram as well. So that, you know, there's stuff there and, and Twitter. So you can always find me there. Email us, goddammit, to monstersci-fi-show at gmail.com. I would love to hear so from you guys. Harsh. There are fans. They're listening. Hey! Oh, but that's only Joe. 
Joe, who listened to our podcast. Thank you. But for he that, listened to half the podcast because he didn't get to the Starfire stuff and that the. He didn't oh, yeah. get to that part, okay. but, but let's still, see if he, he the fact that he said that to you yeah, was, was hysterical. So, but see, you can get a shout out too, just like Connie got a shout out. You and I disagree with her about Jurassic Park dinos, yeah. but I would say, uh, and I did this on Facebook, she did a great uh, cosplay of Constantine when she went to the floor supercons. I'm like, hey, I always love that costume. So she did a great job. She put cigarettes in her mouth. And- she actually had cigarettes in her. She had some business cards too. Ah. Uh, so that was even better. So, but aside from that, see, I give you guys shout outs. You just need to make the effort. Meet me halfway, please. So, on that note, thank you for listening to us and to the Monster Sci Fi Show. It's sci fi from a certain point of view. Good, Good night. night. <laughs>